What's up, everybody? This is Judith. I hope you're listening to Mad Welcome. Thank you so much. I've had a surge of listenership. We are uh, moving right along here in terms of downloads and listens. And I, you know, I appreciate you guys more than anything. Um, thank you to all my new subscribers on my YouTube channel. Uh, that's where I curate videos. And you'll see a couple of Turo videos that I made. Um, yeah. Judith A. Culp is the channel. And, um, yeah, just moving right along. Becoming the media mogul I've always wanted to be. I just never really wanted to be in front of anybody's camera or, you know, I'm a writer and a director. I don't see myself any other way. But, you know, you got to build a brand and barf, all of that. So the only thing that's really on my mind right now, of course, is still Dementia Winter. You guys, if you don't believe me, look up these numbers. And let's put our heads together, because like everything else, Gen X is going to have to fix it, because this is going to be a hot-ass mess. And people are going to uh, start, they'll be drowning before they can complain about it. You know, they'll be trying to figure out who to pay what for. You know, they'll be trying to figure out what's the budget for parental care. Um, And right now, I'm telling you, I've been immersed in this space for the last five to seven years, and I have not seen one innovation, one uh, new financial item that could help families. I haven't seen uh, insurance. And apparently I was talking to my cousin yesterday, and long-term health care insurance has limitations as to what they're going to pay for. So don't expect to be going to the best place in the world. Um just because you have long-term health care insurance, the only people, excuse me, and this is true, like most things in America, the only people that are going to get a great experience with help for the family and senior care and memory care are rich people. Because who else has $84,000 a year set aside for someone else? A year, that's a salary. That's a good salary. You make 84 grand, you feel like you're doing good, except if you have to pay for your kids, college, and your parents' care. I mean, Americans are going to have to really make some tough decisions and get innovative and stop fighting and looking at each other goofy because of your political party, because this society could collapse. And it's not even going to be anything dramatic like being invaded by another country we don't have to be invaded we're gonna cave in on ourselves some superpower anyway i'm an american i love being american and i love the idea of america but the execution has always been the problem and right now i'm telling you memory care and alzheimer's and these baby boomers hitting 80 and getting all this impairment is going to be an issue it is going to be a real situation and people are going to be desperate and these are not even folks that are broke these are just regular common working class americans which is almost all of us (laughs) so uh i don't want to do three days on it but i am i am here to tell you it is something and even if you get to take care of your loved one at home you're not going to, you're going to be overwhelmed by that. You know, some of y'all ain't built for this and you need to figure it out. And I'm, like I said, I can't believe I'm the only one talking about this with such alarm, you know, and I'm sure I'm not, but this should be 
on, on the forefront of everyone's mind. It really should be because this is going to be a huge uh, change in American history and the trajectory of where we can go as a nation when you have a huge population that it will be memory cognitively impaired. And that's how it starts. It's where's my keys? Oh, I didn't pay the light bill. Oh, I forgot to, uh, I forgot the route on the way home from the grocery store. And then it just snowballs into these huge chunks of personality change and memories are gone. Memories are juggled. Memories are confused. Uh, hallucinations. It's the real deal. And a lot of your families will have to deal with it. And I'm not an alarmist. Anybody who knows me knows when I'm alarmed, the shit's alarming. So having said all that, this week was was a real eye-opener even for me. And I've been dealing with this for the better part of five years. And uh, thankfully, we got sleep. But I was awakened at 2.45 in the morning with a flashlight in my face. Where's Judy? I'm looking for Judy. I'm Judy. You are? Yes. Okay. Was this over? I was glad you're okay. All right. I'm okay. <laughs> she scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I was like, ah! <laughs> oh, my goodness. But... She went right on back to sleep, and that's the blessing. One time a night, I don't like it, but it's better than uh, 15 times in a night. So we're, we're making it work. Um, and one thing that's on my mind, and I just want to say it, listen, if you're not a... I wonder if people know they're not good people. There are some really not good people in the world, and I just wonder if they know it. Because I always assume people who are doing you know, not honest or truthful things are aware of it because I would be aware of it. But I don't know. I I have dealt with a number of men, actually, who think they're good people and they're not. And I always go back to that line in Insecure. Insecure was not really my show. It wasn't aimed at my age group. I was more of a Sex in the City uh, fan because it actually felt more like, you know, my age group. Um... And Insecure was aimed at women much younger than me, I think, at least 10 years. But there was an episode with Lawrence where he was messing around with like a bank teller in the hood or something. And I remember her line to him, which it just really stood out to me, which is she looked at him and she was like, you think you're a good guy, but you're not. And I don't I don't know if I remember thinking that was true for for Lawrence, but I definitely know a lot of men who think they're good guys and they're totally not. And for some reason, that line really st- stuck out to me because, you know, I think people assume that they're good human beings, even when they're doing bad things. You know what I mean? And so I don't understand that. And then I don't understand why people. So your biggest commercial for who you are, are your friends. You know, it's your life and then it's your friends. So if people want to know who you are, they just look at your friends. So if you surround yourself with a bunch of like low level, low vibration, lying, cheating, dishonest people, guess what? You're that's who you are. You're telling the world that you're a liar and you're a cheater and you are dishonest. And I don't think enough people get that. 
And certainly, if you're a young person, and I do have a lot of people who forward this to their kids, listen, if you're a young person, please be cognizant about who you hang cognizant of or about. I don't, my grade school grammar, Nazi of a teacher. (laughs) She's kicking in, but be cognizant of who you're hanging around. Like, it is important to know the quality of their character. You do not want to be the person who goes and sits in a car and you think you all are just going to get some food and then they go in the store and rob it and then y'all go get food. You know what I mean? Or, hey, we we need to hit this lick first. Yo, don't be hanging around people like that because guess what? Because you're in the car, you can be charged like you. You were the criminal too, you know? And uh, it's just scary uh, how people are out here living. And your friends are important. And certainly in my own peer group, you know, there are people sometimes you just have to be like, look, the way you live your life, I can't deal with that. You know, it might be all love, but like, seriously, I, I can't vibrate at that level with you. Good luck. You know what I mean? That's mostly where I am. And it ain't no crazy shit like people trying to get into crime. I mean, after you're a certain age, you just can't be putting up with no nonsense like that. Like, I don't want to go to jail. I've toured a jail. It was horrible. And I'm not going. So your friends matter. And it may just be their energy is not good. Some people are depressing and they don't even realize it. It's like, God, I just fucking don't want to even be talking to you. Some people are completely self unaware. They don't realize their energy is not good. You know, I think your friends are important. So you become the five people you hang around with the most. And some of y'all need to get in a different room, especially if you want to level up. It's not about hurting people's feelings. It's not like Gary Vee. Gary Vaynerchuk is like, yo, man, you need to get rid of like all your friends that are bums. Like he's pretty extreme. I'm, I'm saying just compartmentalize them and compartmentalize the amount of time you spend with people who aren't on the level you want to be on. Um, and some of y'all think you're the smartest in the room. A, you're not. And B, you need a smarter room. And whoever I'm talking about probably isn't listening to this podcast because <laughs> you all are an aspirational bunch. You all uh, already know. You know if you know. So I hope you have an amazing weekend and a great, this September has been wonderful. It's the temperatures are perfect here in St. Louis and you never say that. So this has been uh, wonderful and amazing. And thank you for the surge of listenership. Thank you for my, my little channel on YouTube is growing and you'll say you only have 22 subscribers. Well, I only had like seven for 10 or 15 years. Whenever I started that channel, I just didn't put any content on it. And so I don't know who was following me, but I had a few followers and, uh, yeah, things are just going in a good direction. So I appreciate it and I appreciate you. Please have an amazing day. Boom.